0: We are just about to say goodbye to 2023. So I want to ask you this. Have you already asked yourself, how ready are you for 2024? What is the year going to look like for you? What goals have you set for yourself? Are you pushing yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit more, doing something that scares you just a little bit? Or maybe you want a year just to kind of chill and just let things run as it is. Either way, you've got to take some time to celebrate and dream a little bit with me today, okay? I hope you had a great holiday with your family and friends and have taken some time to disconnect altogether from your work. I for one, I absolutely loved Christmas this year. Last year, our daughter was just a couple months old, so obviously she wasn't really into it at that point in time, but this year, things were a little bit different. Besides chasing the dog around, she loved all the boxes, the tissue paper, and actually the clothes that she got, so I know that my bank account eventually is going to hurt, because I definitely think we have a shopper on our hand, but that's all right. Funny story though, actually with clothes. When we were grocery shopping about three weeks ago now, I wandered through the clothing aisle and she started playing with this purple shirt when I was looking the other way looking at boots for her. When I went to put the shirt back on the rack, she lost it. Like she needed this shirt. So she just cried until I gave it to her. So I bought it for her and I said, okay, you can have this, but you're going to get it at Christmas. So I put it under our tree, which is actually behind her play place and before I wrapped it and she kept like standing there, like and so upset, staring at it. She needed to play with it. Anyways, long story short, I eventually wrapped it. I put it under the tree so she couldn't see it anymore and play with it. When she opened it on Christmas, or at least when I opened it for her on Christmas, she had absolutely no interest in it anymore. Wild, isn't it? How things that are kind of out of sight are completely out of your mind. That's the same thing that happens with businesses. And I feel like that's been coming up a lot over the last few weeks, especially since Black Friday. People realize that their sales didn't work because they actually got forgotten about with all the noise in our industries. Keep that in mind as you're thinking about 2024, okay? How can you stay top of mind and keep people in your bubble, I like to say? Now, I don't know about you, but when I try to disconnect, I actually tend to come up with a lot of my really, really good ideas. It's probably because I'm actually sitting there not really thinking about work, then I'm actually giving myself permission or giving myself more space to really dream. But the other day, while I was sitting by the tree, I was drinking a tea, I just put my daughter to bed, I started to do this big self-evaluation. Do you ever do that, just all of a sudden get this urge to do a self-evaluation at the end of every year? Now, I've actually done it a few times already over the past few months, but this one hit a little differently, or I guess I could say it made things even more clearer for me. Now, I love doing this, though. It's something really cool, and it always just gets me ready for the upcoming new year or setting myself up with some really good goals. I would like to be the first one to say that 2023 was a complete roller coaster for me. Apart from juggling all the different demands of our agency, managing my online courses, and coaching, I was also figuring out how to be a mom for the very first time. I had to find the right balance between spending time with my daughter while making sure that I made the right moves to keep my business moving forward. Today, I just really want to peel off all the layers of what my year 2023 has been like for me, what I've learned over this last year, and what my vision for 2024 is. Maybe my journey will inspire you to keep pushing yourself forward with your business, or even just hearing about what I'm personally working on this upcoming year. Maybe that will give you some new ideas or inspiration for what you could work on in 2024 as well. So grab your favorite beverage, grab a tea, a coffee, whatever it is for you, glass of wine, find yourself a cozy spot. And let's dive into all the fun stuff that you don't necessarily see on social media from me. Let me start by saying this. I know you are on your own unique journey with your business and life in general. Every day you wear a million different hats, I'm sure of it. At one point in the day, you're an entrepreneur, keeping that cash flow coming in with your business. The next, you're a visionary, looking deeply into what is actually next for your life and for your business. Then most of the day, maybe you're a parent, like I am, a spouse, a partner, whatever it actually is. But let me just say, all those hats that you wear, they all bring their own wins, challenges, and messy middles, as I would like to call them. Speaking of hats, I wanna focus on a new hat I wore this year, and that's the hat of being a brand new mom for the very first time. If I were to be completely honest with you, Being a mom to my daughter has been the best thing that has ever happened to me, says every single parent. But I would be lying if I said it didn't come with struggles. I've always felt like I had to catch up on sleep or just catch up with something. I had to physically recover after going through labor. There was the whole breastfeeding stage of this past year and even learning how to manage my time while running my business and managing an actual team. At times, I 100% was stressed. I was exhausted. I was overwhelmed, honestly, with it all. But I never debated if this could all work. I wouldn't give up being able to be home with my daughter and still push forward with my dreams, with my business and my lifestyle for the world. She's really just a part of my dream. And that's one way that I've looked at it. It did just take me some tweaks to my life to make sure that everything was still moving forward in the right direction, obviously. I definitely had to make some changes, but for me to find that balance of becoming a mom, I had to learn really how to delegate properly. And it's funny because I find when you need something most in your business, the how, it just kind of falls into your lap when you need it the most. And that's actually what happened to me here. I've talked about the mastermind that I'm a part of on here a few times called the skeleton key, but within this mastermind, I have had the privilege of meeting some really, really successful entrepreneurs. And and right as I was kind of in the midst of figuring out being a mom with an active baby as she's getting older and more, needs more attention, I was fortunate enough to be connected with a guy named Jason Duncan. Listening to him was really that push that I needed to really kick things into high gear. I loved how he talked about how to delegate versus simply just assigning tasks to people to get them to do little things. So what I did is I listened to him. And here's what I learned from Jason going through this entire process personally. He said that true delegation means hiring a team of members who can take over projects for you versus just doing little tasks for you here and there. When I heard him say that, I almost felt like he was talking directly at me, even though there was a group of people. And he pointed out a huge, huge weakness in my business and my leadership skill. So I got to work and I actually started to make a huge shift. I knew I needed people who have the skill set and who are responsible enough to really make an impact in what they do for our business. But I also needed people who can take up roles versus just someone who does things randomly for me here and there based on whenever I need the help. When I started transitioning here, I also felt like I was slacking from a leadership perspective, and that was hard to see. So to me at the time, I didn't truly understand that delegation meant me focusing on the high priority tasks within my business while empowering my team to do other things, distributing the workload correctly so no one in my team felt overwhelmed or was getting burnt out, and allowing my team to develop and showcase their skills. And what I saw happened when this shift was happening was honestly pretty amazing At first, it was a little much having to give away some of my time and attention to actually train our team, but honestly, it's allowed me to unlock a whole new level of running my business, and not just for me either. The productivity across the board with our company has honestly skyrocketed. We get more things done, and I personally was able to do more things that I wanted to do within my business and outside my business. So you know how it is, right? We always work on our own projects last. Client work comes first for me, always. My programs, my students, they always come first. But everything else that I was working on this year, it kind of got pushed Aside, honestly, quite a few times, it's kind of embarrassing. But just like our agency website, for example, it has been a very long process until I looked at delegation seriously, of course. This extra time and also the hiring of more integrated team members to our agency, it allowed me to focus more on the business, less in the business. And that's been all about building systems and processes within our agency, think about your business for a second. Are you the bottleneck? Can your systems evolve? Can your team take on more for you? Are there more opportunities for you to build a stronger foundation for your business before you actually scale? After answering all these questions myself, I decided to take action, of course. I decided to build a stronger foundation than what I already have after eight years. I wanted to make sure that we had step-by-step processes of every single thing that we do within the company to make sure that I can actually be duplicated in the company. That's the thing. And what I mean by me being duplicatable in the company is making sure that I prepared all the necessary systems, put them in place to make sure that someone else can do it on my behalf the exact same way that I do it based on the results that I get. So basically, it's kind of like just taking a clone of myself. That would be ideal. But that way, my business was less reliant on me and took the pressure off of me. Even though I love everything we do, I love the backend work, but we are scaling even bigger and faster than I ever could imagine. So obviously things got to change. I do a lot of the backend work with clients. I do the funnels or I can do the funnels. I do the emails. I can write them and do all the automations. I can do all that. I can run all the digital marketing campaigns from a paid ad perspective. The whole shebang, if you ask me, I can do it all. And I did do it all. But before the whole delegation thing and building the systems and processes, I kind of felt like I was falling behind a little bit. I felt like I was actually working more hours than I ever wanted to. And I didn't have much time to actually spend with my family. And when I had a daughter, I knew that needed to change. That's why being able to set up the systems and processes was such a big win for me. It really, really helped me be able to get rid of a lot of tedious tasks that would take up so much of my time allow my team members to take on more projects, spread out the workload within my time while still allowing myself the flexibility and the freedom to be the present parent I want to be. But here's one thing I've really learned this year that I want you to keep in mind. Delegation, systems and processes won't really mean a thing without the right team members. To have a strong team member, you need to be picky when growing your team. Let me repeat that. Be picky, okay? Don't just pick someone for the sake of filling up a role or because you need that additional support. In my case, I had to be super picky in choosing someone who has not only the right attitude, but who can do the job without needing so much of my attention. I actually did a full episode on growing a team and everything that you need to know based on my personal experience about it a couple weeks ago, maybe it was a month ago now. But if you're at that stage in your business, I recommend that you go back and check out episode 108. It's called Navigating Growth Pains, Lessons from Restructuring Our Team. It will really help you. But today I want to talk about it briefly, just really high level, okay? Here's what I want you to remember. When it comes to being picky with your team members, you need to find people who align with your values and who bring a diverse skill set to the table. Although being picky with your team members is really, really good, it's actually just half of the equation to make it all work. The best strategy that I personally found is to pick team members that you know will bring value to the company. And learning how to delegate tasks to them, which we already talked about earlier, remember that delegation isn't just about handing off tasks to your team saying, hey, do this, then do this, do this. It's about trusting them with responsibilities that align with their strengths. It's about saying, I've chosen you because I believe in your abilities and I trust that you can make a significant impact in this specific area. At the end of the day, your team is only as strong as its weakest link. So don't be afraid to be selective. While all these nitty gritty elements like delegation, processes, systems, and picking the right team members may seem like a hassle at the time, you should understand that you need to go through all of these before you can really see those real results that you're looking for to scale to the next level. Trust me, it's exactly what I went through and I couldn't believe the results that I got. When you start seeing the results actually come in, you will feel so inspired to know that you have more time and freedom to focus on other aspects of your life and business. Now let's review delegations, systems, processes, picking the right team members, okay? trust me on this one these three things can be your holy grail to set you up for better success next year now let's actually talk about what success means to you for the year 2024 i bet there are a lot of things that you want to do for yourself for your family for your business maybe you're planning to scale your business to another country Maybe you want to grow your team to a team of 10, let's say. Maybe you want to 10x your sales with your online course. No matter what, the three important things I just talked about can really help you have more time and make room to do what you want to do next year. As for me, I've actually been hoping that with all of these three things set in place in my business now on a deeper level and bigger level than it was even before, I'll be able to move forward with my plans and vision for next year. So next year, I'm really focused on putting myself out there a heck of a lot more. I think it is so important to make a bigger impact in the industry that you have to get yourself out there. I want to help more and more entrepreneurs truly build the business that they dream of. So how about you? what kind of impact do you want to make in your industry? Apart from that, I also want to make my online programs even better, which is a whole other ballgame on its own. But I'm not sure if you already know this, but I have a program called The Spotlight Theory. It's kind of like my first baby. I developed it in 2019 and it has transformed, but it is a 12-week program where I help entrepreneurs generate leads and sales and automation. So essentially, I'm teaching my students everything They need to know from an ad perspective, so Facebook and Instagram ads, from a funnel perspective, from lead generation aspects. I teach them everything they need to know with email marketing campaigns and even online webinars and my personal favorite of it all, the automation techniques. So I love this program. It is, like I said, kind of like my first baby, but I want to get it better and better every single year. So this year I want to support members within the program even deeper. I'm looking at making changes to this program that will give them more support, but also have the opportunity to bring in other experts into the program to give them even more value. I feel that will help make this program even better and take it to the next level as well I also want to make sure that I'm able to provide value to every single person within the spotlight theory versus it just being a standalone course that people can go through self-study although right now people can go through it that's going to be changed I want to focus on building a better sense of community for the people who are in my world and in my industry I want to support them more and I feel like that's kind of my word for the year support I always ask myself, how can I make a better impact? How can I help even more people? Maybe that is something that you're going to ask yourself, or maybe you should ask yourself that. How can you make a better impact, a bigger impact in your industry? How can you help more people achieve X, Y, Z? Whatever it is that you can solve for them. Now, we all have things that we want to do, but we're also afraid to do it, right? I've been there. But as for me, it's doing more local things and speaking events. That's my next step, too. Now, obviously, with COVID, nothing was actually happening in person. But now that we're in that COVID aftermath, I'm noticing that more and more people want to have that sense of community back and be in person with people. I want to be one of the people who encourages more in-person local events, maybe that's doing a business retreat with other experts, or maybe it's even doing an intensive weekend workshop where I teach you all the lead generation aspects. Who knows? It's kind of up in the air at this point, but I want to push myself to help more and more people online, but also offline. I also want to be on a lot more podcasts. I want to be on more stages, sharing different tips with people who I know that are eager to learn. Now, I've been behind the screen for eight years now, and I guess what I'm trying to say at this point is I'm ready to get in front of the screen and just help and support more. So whether it is hosting more local events, like I just said, or doing more speaking engagements online, offline, doesn't matter. Now, I know you too have things that you want to do for yourself for 2024. But my question is for you, what actions are you taking to achieve all these things? What methods are you going to put in place to set yourself up for success? Everything I just talked about, I have a plan for. So ask yourself, how are you preparing yourself for this year's ride? In 2023, it was a... A whole thing of lessons and growth and transformation for me, possibly for you too. So let's make the year 2024 all about purposeful expansion. And as we wrap up today's episode and the episodes for the year for that matter, remember that you have the choice to make a bigger impact and build bridges between just dreaming and turning things into actual reality. Pull yourself together and come up with your goals if you haven't already. If you want to get on more podcasts, do it. Why not? If you want to write a book or if you want to step on more stages even. Sure, what is actually stopping you? Start thinking about that. But make your goals more than just something to check off. Those serve as your stepping stones, so you can make a bigger impact in your community. Now from the bottom of my heart, truthfully bottom of my heart, Thank you so, so much for being alongside me this year. I greatly, greatly appreciate you. I know the best is yet to come for all of us, and I cannot wait to share with you more tips and milestones in the years to come. So stay inspired, stay focused with your business, make 2023 the best learning experience, and make 2024 a chapter for growth and impact. I will see you next year. Bye for now. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the more than social podcast and be sure to subscribe. So you never miss an episode, share it with someone who, you know, needs this message and together let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week.